So thank you. That was a lot of bells. And I don't know about for you, but maybe there's a feeling of a little more lightness or spaciousness or relief. Certainly, I know when I pick up this basket at the end of the session, it is heavy. <laughs> it's like physically, let alone mentally, just the burden of all of those devices together. So this is really a support for our whole community to move deeper into the silence and the stillness and the slowing down. So thank you very much for that. So just this morning, reconnecting with the theme of taking refuge that we brought in last night. And Gil spoke of taking refuge in the Dharma as an invitation to be honest with ourselves. Because the Dharma also means the truth, the truth of how things are. And taking, in, taking refuge in the Dharma can mean taking alignment, living in alignment with that truth instead of perhaps our more usual habits of resisting it and fighting it. And there are a couple of aspects of how we tend to habitually live our lives that we tend to ignore and I think are relevant to highlight now. One is the truth that we are mammals. We are animals and we have flesh and blood and bone bodies, organic bodies. We're not machines or computers that we can just instantly and mechanically switch on, switch off. We need to give ourselves time to let ourselves more fully settle and arrive here. And maybe especially under these circumstances, to be gentle and take extra time to make that adjustment with kindness. Because yes, we have these flesh and blood and bone bodies. We also have nervous systems. And those highly sensitive nervous systems likely to be a little activated now. And that makes this orientation to kindness, to metta, even more important than usual. So just the simple acknowledgement, the recognition that this situation, it's challenging and meeting any reactions to it with some spaciousness and warmth, kindness, knowing we're all in this together. This is an aspect of taking refuge in the Sangha, the community. We're here in our shared humanness. We're navigating this uncomfortable situation with each other's support with the support of Gil and I, with the support of the managers and the service team. The second aspect of reality that we often tend to be confused about is how much control we have over anything. And I think there's something pretty primal in most of us that does want to believe that we are in control or that we should be in control. And so when that belief gets challenged by circumstances, we tend to suffer. And last night, Gil talked about these two fundamental strategies that we use to navigate life. And that learning to distinguish between strategies that are helpful and strategies that are more hindering is really a key skill in Dharma practice. 
So here we have a very powerful opportunity just to observe how the heart and mind reacts, how they respond when we meet uncertainty. And I think there's something almost innate in us that really wants to know, wants to be sure, wants certainty, and really does not like not knowing, unpredictability, uncertainty. And you may have noticed the mind's tendency to fill in the blanks, to tell itself all kinds of stories, even unpleasant stories, even unpleasant stories are better than not knowing. So just recognizing if or when the mind might be going out into the future, making predictions, proliferating, perhaps even at times catastrophizing, recognizing that is really a key first step in, able, in helping us to be able to change that strategy, that habit. So if or when you notice a lot of energy in the head, a lot of thinking energy, just gently bringing awareness back to the body. Settle into the simplicity of sitting. Sitting and breathing. Just knowing that you're here. 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 Because being in the body automatically brings us into the present moment. Instead of that tendency to be lost in the future, when we're connected to our, when we're connected to our embodied experience, we're now, we're in this moment. And then we have a better chance of being able to more fully open to whatever is present in our experience here and now. So we can keep knowing right now, it's like this. It's like this. And because today, especially our nervous systems might be a little nervous, bringing in some warmth, some kindness, that might be helpful, even just to drop in the word kind from time to time. So orienting to here, <coughs> to now, to this. Kind. So as we settle into the meditation now, just taking a few moments just to come home to the body and connect with a simple experience of the body sitting. And you may make one or two adjustments. Sometimes this process is a little like how a dog goes to lie down and it just wriggles and snuggles and settles itself into its bed. So letting this mammal body settle and snuggle into the experience of sitting. Fully taking your seat. And arriving here. 
feeling into the support of the ground beneath your feet, your legs, the steadiness of the floor and beneath that the earth. Papatuanuku. The ground on which we stand and sit. And just letting the lower half of the body form that stable base connected to the earth beneath you. And then inviting the torso, the spine, to become just a little taller and straighter. Extending upwards. Connecting with the space around you, the sky. Ranginui, the sky father. You're letting the body find that balance of groundedness and spaciousness. Alertness and ease. Sitting like a mountain, strong and steady and stable. Taking your place here. Here, here in this body, here in this room. And here in this moment, now, just letting awareness connect with whatever each moment brings now. Just opening to and receiving this. Mm -hmm. 
experience. Just as it is. This. Here. Now. This. And whatever this is right now. Just seeing if you can meet it with kindness, with warmth. With care. Here. (laughs) Now. This. Kind.
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.